0: Welcome to Tell Me About It on WUFT. I'm Sue Wagner. Today we are featuring the first annual Cedar Key Shark Swim, and we have Michael Presley-Bobbitt here to tell us about this inaugural event, what it's for, what they plan to achieve, and um, how this can become a legacy event for the community. So thank you, Michael, for joining us from the island that you are living on at the moment.
1: Uh, Thanks so much, Sue. Actually, right now I'm on my houseboat floating out in the, the Gulf of Mexico, talking to you from there.
0: Well, that's pretty sweet, too. There we go.
1: (laughs) It's it's not a bad bad gig if you can get it.
0: (laughs) And clearly you've got it, so that's good. So so tell us about this event. I know it's going to be on Saturday, August 20th, and you've just changed the time to 3.30 p.m., and that's to accommodate the tide.
1: Yeah, so uh, if anyone who's ever been to Cedar Key knows that we are a a heavily tidally dependent community. Um, The tides can move up and down as much as six feet, so we really wanted to start this swim at at extreme low tide so that you could wade a good portion of the way across the channel where we're going to be swimming and so that we'll have an incoming tide to to help push us across on the current. Um, But so the event, the first annual Clambassadors Cedar Key Shark Swim on August 20th at 3.30 in the afternoon, um, it just sort of came about, uh, anyone who's ever been to Cedar Key knows that uh, from Dock Street, from our little tourist street down there, you can look across and see another island. That island is uh, at Sena Odie. Uh, the locals just call it Senna Uh And much of the, of the original town used to be on that island until the great Cedar Key hurricane of 1896. sent a 10-foot-high, 100-mile-an-hour wall of water and washed almost everyone out to sea. Um, but uh, that's still a popular island for kayakers and boaters to go explore some of the ruins of the old town and the nice beach there. And so anyone who's ever stared out across that channel has thought, I wonder if I could swim that thing. I bet I could make it over there. And so, and just thinking about that, I started talking with folks, and and found out that a few generations ago, it was really common. Uh, Miss Beth Davis, the uh, mother of the mayor of the island here, her grandmother used to swim it all the time. Uh, so then, that just felt like a call to arms to me that if someone's grandmother in the 1960s could swim across there, I bet I could do it. And then, uh, so I've I practiced it a few times, and and I can in fact swim it. It's a it's a pretty hefty swim. It's 0. 0.42 miles. Um, and again, it's not so much the distance; it's the it's the current. But if you get the current right, we feel like it's a pretty reasonable swim. So, so in thinking about that, I just thought, well, how can I turn this into a way to help the town? And here in our little tiny town, we have a the Cedar Key School. It's it, we're an A rated school. Uh, every every year we um, every year we graduate about. 10 or 12 students so it's a real tiny community school from kindergarten all the way up to the 12th grade and the whole town is involved in making the school just the very best that it can be um, even like me a uh, person that doesn't have uh, a child in the school in the school my, my son's off at college but uh, it's just really cool how the community comes together to do everything we can to help the school well for a number of years um, the school's been trying to build a new playground for the younger kids a safer playground on campus and we've had a variety of, of fundraising events, and we're just not getting there. We're just we're short. So I just thought I'm gonna I'm gonna make I'm gonna make a charity swim event to raise money for the school, and uh and and try to make it a yearly event. And uh, the reaction to it around town has just been explosive. I'd say 95 percent of people think it's the greatest idea ever. Uh, there's a very vocal minority of a few folks that think we're all gonna get eaten by sharks and it's a terrible idea. Um, which sort of just uh, fuels the, the uh, publicity for it even more. And so that's kind of that's how I, it got started. I just looked across the water and said, I bet I could swim over there.
0: So you're saying it's a 0.42-mile swim, so about half a mile from Cedar about Key a to Cena Odie.
1: Yes, ma'am. We're going to start at the, what we call the sand spit. Um, anyone who's ever uh, drove out here to look at a sunset knows that right across from the beachfront motel, there's a, that's where G Street and First Street come together on a point there. There's some old concrete steps leading down into the water. And at low tide, well, literally a sand spit, a little, a little sandbar beach opens up down there. So we're going to meet down there at 3.30 and, uh, and try to and swim at an angle so that the incoming tide can push us a little bit and uh, you know 0.42 miles is still a pretty vigorous swim for folks that don't swim a lot and there will be a current so we've got some safety precautions in place Uh, the coast guard's going to send over some support vessels the uh, fish and wildlife uh, they're going to have two boats out there and then here on cedar key aquaculture is our is our primary industry here we're all clam farmers here and uh, our clam boats are called bird dogs And they're real interesting because there's no back on the back of the boat. It's right down at the waterline. So we're going to line the race course with these clam boats every 40 or 50 feet or so. So if folks get tired on the swim, they can just belly up onto a clam boat and sit and rest for a little bit. And uh, we're encouraging people who aren't strong swimmers, folks who aren't trying to win the race but just trying to make it across, to bring uh, inflatable unicorns and one lady's going to ride over (laughs) on a giant inflatable banana, uh, any kind of floaty or non-powered accessory you want that's welcome at the Shark wedding
0: wow so um are you really worried about sharks
1: well no uh we've <laughs> never had a shark attack a confirmed shark attack in the history of cedar key and those of us like I, I have a clam farm here so those of us who work on the water you know we're chest deep in water all day long sometimes and uh we never get bitten by sharks but Cedar Key is known for having a prolific amount of sharks. Uh, I always tell my friends that if you come to Cedar Key to go on a fishing trip, whatever it is you're fishing for, you're on a shark fishing trip too because you're gonna catch some sharks. They're just everywhere. And uh, in fact, the mascot for our Cedar Key school is the Cedar Key Sharks. So that's where we came up with the the slogan for the event, uh, swim with the sharks for the sharks. (laughs) And then on top of that, right where we start our raceway, our race, um, there's a shark fishing club that meets here just a couple times a week sometimes and they set up out there before dark and they catch gigantic sharks all the time. Um, and, and they treat them humanely and they tag them and do research and whatnot. But half the town comes out to watch these guys bring in these massive sharks right where we're going to start the swim. So there's definitely some intrigue that we will definitely be swimming amongst a great number of sharks. And if someone does get bit, um they'll probably have to run me out of town on the rail but i'm i'm going with the odds here that it's highly unlikely
0: <laughs> i like the way you put it if someone gets bit and uh <clears throat> they're not really sharks there however we have a shark club that comes every week uh you're kind of not selling it really well michael
1: well no there are lots of sh- well listen it couldn't be a shark swim if there weren't sharks it's just i'm uh, i'm suggesting that you're more likely to get struck by lightning while scratching off a winning lottery ticket on February 29th than you are to get bit by a shark in the shark swim.
0: Well, there's the odds for you. That's pretty cool. <laughs> so is there uh-uh. a, a fee to join in on this uh, this race, so to speak? So there is.
1: It, there is. If you're a student at the Cedar Key School, you can do the swim for free, um, and, and you can sign up on online at uh, cedarkeysharkswim.com. Um, if you're a student and would, would like to get the T-shirt that comes with it, it, it's $20. But if you're just a regular person that wants to support the school and support the event, it's a $50 registration fee, and for that you get a an official first annual Clam Cedar Key Shark Swim T-shirt. Um, and there'll be refreshments, and it it's it's the best $50 you'll spend. At 100% of our net proceeds, and by net proceeds we mean everything except the small expense for the for the T-shirts, because everything else has been donated will go directly to the school, and we've been very fortunate to have the Cedar Key Chamber of Commerce agree to run all the finances through their 501c3 nonprofit, so it makes all of the donations tax-deductible and all the money you know, is accounted for and, and handled in a, in a professional way, and we're really excited the day after the event to go present, a, a, hopefully, a great big check to the school.
0: Well, that's wonderful. Well, you know, we're gonna take a quick break and we'll come back and we wanna hear a little bit more about the school and about um, Shark Conservation Awareness, which I know is also part of this event. So we'll be right back, okay? You got great content you probably should be like a playwright or something.
1: Oh, you know, I was thinking I might give that a shot.
0: There we go. I could just see this on stage. (laughs) Be a little bloody, but it'll be okay. Welcome back to Tell Me About It on WUFT. I'm Sue Wagner. Today we have the Ambassador of Cedar Key, Michael Presley Bobbitt. He has coordinated and originated the first annual Cedar Key Shark Swim. It's gonna be on Saturday, August 20th. It starts at 3.30 p.m. to accommodate the tide. People should come and meet at the Sandspit at the corner of G Street and 1st Street. And it's a .42 mile swim to Atsena Odie, the nearby island. And it's all to raise money for the Cedar Key School and to build awareness for shark conservation and hopefully not have any national news during this event and anyone gets bit <laughs> by a shark. But if they do, it's, you know, that's how it goes. So tell us a little bit more about this event.
1: Well, I'll tell you what, if someone's going to get bit by a shark, I sure hope it's me. Because, Sue, as you know, in my other life, uh, I'm, a, I'm a playwright of some note. And can you imagine the publicity I would get if I started a shark swim and I got bitten by a shark? I'd almost want to take on those odds just, <laughs> just for the press.
0: I can see the screenplay coming out shortly after.
1: <laughs> so, um, yeah, so uh, another function of, uh, in addition to raising money for the school, uh, we want we want to raise awareness for the shark conservation efforts as you as you mentioned, and to really uh, bring some attention to the vital role they play in uh, not just uh, the ecosystem of our estuary, but but of ecosystems everywhere. So toward that end, we've been very fortunate that right here on the island, um, the US ISIS has a Nature Coast biological station. It's a beautiful three-story modern building where they uh, they run conservation efforts. I um, I think they run part of the marine biology department at the University of Florida, uh, and it's a, a really unique place where students from all around the world can come study conservation efforts and study the unique uh, biology of our of our area. And so we're having a, a renowned shark expert from the Nature Coast Biological Station that will be here from 12 to 3 uh, or 11 to 3, I think leading up to the swim to give presentations about the shark life in the area, about our conservation efforts. Uh, we'll have some fabulous shark jaws display and uh, shark teeth and so it'll be a really, a, a really nice event. And then, um, then also the shark fishing club that, that I mentioned earlier, they'll have a, a tent set up right near the start with a multimedia display of all the sharks they catch and the work that they're doing to, to tag and, and catalog the various sharks in the area. So we're uh we're real excited about about uh about bringing some light toward the shark conservation efforts that we're doing right here on the island.
0: Any chance Left Shark is going to show up at the event?
1: Oh my god. <laughs> Who knows.
0: <laughs> we all know Left Shark. Um, there we go.
1: <laughs> yeah, uh, baby, shark doo doo doo. doo. That's all, uh, Oh, there all you go. Can, uh, there <laughs> you go. Or Jaws, the music from
0: Jaws. <laughs> I can hear it right now in the background.
1: Uh, speaking of a theme from Jaws, um, we've got ai am i i'm i 'm best buddies with the mayor here on the island uh, Heath Davis and his sister Ida Marie is a lunatic and I adore her. She has a full shark costume uh to swim in and she has a a a face mask and it it it, it wraps up her entire head with a shark fin and a snorkel that comes up through the fin and i said ida Marie, you're going to create pandemonium and she said i know ha 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 <laughs> So is- it's going to be a wild event. So I think there will be a division of folks who are trying to swim across the channel as fast as they can and win the pri- the prize. And but I think most folks are coming to make this really sort of a ridiculous uh, parade of folks on on floaties and life vests and 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 giant inflatable weird stuff. And we really want to make this a legacy cultural event for the island that that every year we can look forward to. Um, Several days of us preparing and just having a big block party and doing everything we can to bring awareness to our, the, you know, the natural wonders of our, of our area, and to raise a bunch of money for the school. Um, I'm tired of constantly seeing fundraisers for the playground. I'm ready to get this playground built.
0: When you talk about the school, is that like all grades?
1: It is kindergarten all the way up through the uh, through the twelfth grade, and wow. we routinely graduate less than ten people a year sometimes 12. I think there was one time a massive uh, 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 class of, of uh, 20 that my friend Tanya was in many years ago. So uh, there are so few students, it's really easy to know everyone that goes to school. So for instance, during our homecoming time, the whole town comes out for a giant homecoming parade. We all decorate our golf carts. We're just all about this little school. And you don't have to have, have, have students there because or uh, have kids there because this is the next generation of citizens who are going to be here on the island working out on the clam boats for with us uh, working in town and so we're, we like to do everything we can to give them a world-class education on our tiny little island out here in the gulf of mexico at the western terminus of state road 24 in rural levy county we really have a world-class school and i'm excited that this event can support it
0: and how would you tell people to get to Cedar Key? Who, I mean, most people know, but just in case they don't.
1: Here, here's how I tell people. Uh, turn left on Archer Road and don't stop till you hit the ocean. <laughs> <laughs> or right, depending on. Yeah, just go west on Archer Road, and uh, there are no turns until you see the ocean, and then you're there.
0: Well, real quick, you talk about being the ambassador. Is that a self-appointed title?
1: Well, I mean, that's a self-perpetuated title for sure. Uh, so I, uh, I think you know me from my playwriting uh, efforts. Uh, I'll do anything I, ca- I can to get a good guerrilla marketing campaign going. And when I moved oh, here yeah. a few years ago, yeah, oh, yeah, I started a clam farm here. Uh, you know, aquaculture is a Thriving industry here on the island. In fact, Cedar Key is unique in that we're the only Gulf Front community in Florida where tourism is not our number one economic driver. It's it's aquaculture, uh, and just sort of um, I, I was so excited about becoming a clam farmer. I was the guy I always wanted to talk about it. And one day I was hanging out with the mayor, and I said something like, "Well, you know, I'm kind of like the ambassador here for clams." And one or one of us said, "Oh my God, clam ambassador!" I'm like, "Yeah, I'm the clam ambassador," and it was just like a giant idiotic light bulb that went off over my head and. And now it's, uh, I've created a whole uh, persona for marketing my clams. I have a clam ambassador uniform. It's like a Prussian military <laughs> officer's coat with clams on the lapel, and I have a sword and a pantaloons and a, pl- uh, a fluffy shirt. And so I, I often uh, rescue tourists and whatnot that get stuck out on the, you know, out on the sand flats or, or the mud flats or whatever. And the new rule is the clam ambassador will come and rescue anyone. You've Got to take a picture of me in my ridiculous uniform. So that's the. Uh, that's that's the, the the mythos of the Clambassador was born.
0: <laughs> so how do they know to call the Clambassador?
1: Well, I mean, I I think you just uh, first of all the, we we have a Clambassador signal, a giant light that the commissioner uses, just like Batman lights up the night sky. I'll always respond to that, um, or you know, just social media.
0: <laughs> oh, okay, okay. I knew there had so to be some way they'd
1: funny. find you. Some of the old timers here, you know, the, the grizzled old watermen who have been working these waters for generations, they don't quite know what to think of me. They think I'm an idiot and and, and, and they're not wrong. Um, but I think some of the younger folks uh, appreciate it. It's been a lot of fun. <clears throat> the older folks
0: just probably want you to go away.
1: <laughs> oh, I'm here to stay. The Ambassador abides.
0: <laughs> so you're right now in the middle of the Gulf of Mexico doing this interview?
1: Well, not the middle, but um so I have a you know I have a I bought a 115 year old house in the historic district here. That's my main house, but then I bought a little waterfront parcel and I bought an old 1968 houseboat that some fellas had been using for a crystal meth lab and it blew up and caught on fire and so I bought it for really cheap. That's a, that's a true story. Is it really? Last, oh, wow. Oh yeah. And I spent the last 4 months renovating it. So I'm uh I'm down here in the Gulf right now on it. Um just sitting on my couch and and talking to you.
0: So this is what living your best life is like?
1: You know, it's, it's, not, it's not terrible being the clan ambassador. You know, it's, uh, I'm the hero you people deserve.
0: <laughs> <laughs> there you go. So now if people want more information on this swim, what's the best way to find out more details? Sure.
1: So there are two ways to register. One is you can go, come here to town and go down to the Cedar Key Chamber of Commerce. They're open regular business hours every day. And, uh, and talk to Sue Colson down there. Um, and you can sign up there. Uh, you can make a direct donation to the school there. Um, Or even easier, you can go to www.cedarkeysharkswim.com, cedarkeysharkswim.com, and click on the register button, and a variety of options will pop up from registering for yourself, sponsoring someone else to swim in your place, making a direct donation, uh, just buying the T-shirt. So cedarkeysharkswim.com will tell you everything about what we're doing, um, sort of more of a story about the sharks in the area and, and what we 're trying to accomplish
0: well this sounds like it 's going to be a fun event, and you 're probably going to have an incredible turnout and uh, i can 't wait to see pictures post them on social media um, Of course you well, are you, you know going to I swim will. in your jacket are or, or are you just going to
1: no so i 'm going i 'm going to show up in the uniform to get the swim going, um, but then i 'm going to you know i 'm going i 'm going to take the jacket off because i 'm trying to win this thing i think uh, the 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 folklore of the event would be greatly enhanced if the clan ambassador were to win it. But I'm not. I don't, I'm not feeling great about it. We got a we got a guy here on the island named Ian Stone that, that I like to call Aquaband because he looks like the god of the sea and like he, he's he's the most beautiful human being you've ever seen. And I think there's no chance I can outswim him, but I'm gonna give it a go.
0: Well, there you go. If there's a few sharks, everybody's gonna be swimming fast.
1: Yeah, and I always tell people you don't have to outswim the sharks. You just gotta outswim the slowest person getting eaten by the shark.
0: Wise advice for everyone. Well, Michael Presley Bobbitt, thank you. Uh, excuse me, the Clambassador Michael Presley Bobbitt. <laughs> thanks for telling us about the first annual Cedar Key Shark Swim. That'll be Saturday, August 20th, 3.30 p.m. in Cedar Key, Florida, and it's a .42 mile swim to Cena Odie, which is a nearby island which often has lots of monarch butterflies. So it's a great way to celebrate Cedar Key and just have a fun time. So Michael, so, thank you so much for talking to us today.
1: Thanks so much for letting me spend a little time with you. See, you. see you at the swim.
0: Okay, take care. That was Michael Presley-Bobbitt, Cedar Key Shark Swim Event Coordinator and self-proclaimed Clambassador on today's episode of Tell Me About It. To listen to previous episodes of the show, go online at wuft.org slash tellmeaboutit or on the WUFT Media app. I'm Sue Wagner on Tell Me About It on WUFT.